G'day gold diggers. Um, this morning I just wanted to have a quick chat about uh, inflation. Now, I've been saying this in my personal life quite a, for quite a long time from what I've learnt. Um, so I just wanted to share it with all you guys. There's a lot of talk about um, the, the Fed tapering in the United States, which means that they're going to stop quantitative easing, which they've been doing since 2008. Um, but quantitative easing is a, is a monetary roach motel. Once you start, you can't stop um, without receiving the recession and depression that you deserve. So they're talking about tapering, but really they're, they're talking about slowing down the purchase of, of government bonds. Uh, and the purchase of government bonds is what's keeping the mortgage rates low and, and the no interest in the bank, money in the bank, that sort of thing. Uh, so if you want, if you want low interest rates uh, artificially manipulated by by a central bank, then you have to continue to um, purchase government bonds and and stimulate so-called the economy. They call it stimulus, but it's really a deadener. But um, so what you're getting now. And I should have probably said this a year ago, but what what, what was coming? I, have, I did say a bit about inflation a, a little while ago, but what 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 you have now is the choice is interest rates go up, and your mortgage payments go up, or the price of everything else goes up. History says that they're going to choose the latter, and they have chosen the latter, and you can see it now. You can see it. Um, fuel is nearly double what it was in 2015. Food is probably the same. And uh, it's just getting started because they, they, they can't do anything else or they won't do anything else but continue to print money, they call it. Um, is, is the, the, the central banks buying government bonds. So this allows governments to overspend and it stops the natural interest rate going up because there is a lack of savings in the economy that none of the politicians talk about it. None of the politicians even talk about the national debt any longer. But uh, low interest rates should only come about when there is a lot of savings in the economy. When there's not enough savings, interest rates should go up. Well, the savings are just about zero and the debt's just you know, thousands of percent. So the only way to keep this skewed, manipulated bubble going is to keep, they've booked into the monetary motel, they can't get out of it, they're painted into a corner. So you've got your choices and the choice they always choose is print more money. Every country, every government forever has done that. Whoops, sounds like my customers here. So you're going to get Inflation, so all your other payments goes through the roof while you keep your mortgage rate low. So what's the solution to this problem? I talk about the... Now, it has, it has to run its course. This thing has to run its course. And eventually, uh, it, when, they, when, they, when they reverse course and say, Oh God, the, the economy's a mess, we're going to have to print more money. 
we're going to have to do more bond purchases, more quantitative easing to, to stimulate growth and all this rubbish. We get to a point where no one will take the currency. You'll walk into your local shop, the, the one that hasn't been already closed down by some government department, and, uh, and, and they'll say, well, we don't want your dollars or we don't want your pesos. We don't want this currency anymore. You're going to have to give me something different. Now, um, so what's the alternative? What's the cure? What will fix this problem? Well, this problem will fix itself because the central banks uh, will print and the governments will make print so much money. I've said this before about a year ago, maybe more. I'll, I'll pull up the other video. They will, they, everyone will lose faith in the currency and, and uh, you'll have to move to a different uh, medium of exchange uh, that'll be nothing to do with any central bank or government. So the thing will play out and, and run its course and we've just got to let it do it. How can you protect yourself? Well, if you own your property outright, you're okay. Um, that's great. If you've got a big fat mortgage uh, and your job looks a bit shaky, um, I, I might consider selling it and feeding feeding this market. Uh, I know this rentals are hard to get come by and that sort of thing. But so an example of how we once once this thing runs its course, once this inflation runs its course, uh, a good example of how we can operate in a different way uh, is the 1800s. Is to look at the 1800s because there was no central bank in the 1800s. You don't need a central bank and you don't you shouldn't have a central bank because it's the same as the the politburo in moscow uh telling the uh the the larder neva producers how many cars to make every year it just doesn't work you, you need the the customer to vote with their dollars or their currency to to make the economy work properly so so having a central bank means that you've communized the currency supply and, uh, you know, communism worked out really good for the oligarchs at the top and very bad for everyone else. So um, the 1800s are a good example of operating with no central bank and sound money. Having every every unit of currency that you trade with that you use to buy to, to food and houses and cars and who knows what. Um, being backed up by, by a precious metal. Uh, once upon a time, we were on a tri-metallic standard. We, we had gold for big purchases silver for everyday stuff and copper for everyday stuff for small stuff so a a, a one cent used to buy a bag of lollies that's a that's a copper standard we were on a copper standard so money is a commodity not a currency printed by by central bank so the only cure for this inflation now the 1800s are a good example is, is the only cure for this inflation is to go back to sound money is to have every unit of currency redeemable in in real money in precious metal so uh, that that will stabilize the system interest rates will sit at five percent or wherever they need to be plenty of savings in the economy plenty of investment governments talk about we need to spend to stimulate we need to spend to stimulate well that's not how an economy works that they're, they're all keynesians they're pseudo keynesians and Keynesian economists, uh, the guy's name was John Maynard Keynes, and he came up with the idea that a government should print money and spend it into the economy into a recession and then pay it back uh, once things got come right again. Well, on his deathbed, he admitted that that, that was a flawed 
idea. But of course, the governments and the central banks loved it. That's a great idea, mate. And what would, what did they do? What have they done uh, throughout history is print the money, uh, cause the recession, and then print more money. Uh, borrow more, print more, spend more, blah, blah, blah. So, so it's savings, it's real savings that drives investment, not spending, not deficit spending, going into debt to, to build a road to nowhere. It's not how you drive an economy. It's, you, don't, you don't drive an economy, it drives itself. And, and it's driven, uh, as soon as you have savings, then you can have investment, and then you have factories, and then you have stuff. Because it's not all that, that currency in your bank account, you might have $10 million in there, that doesn't make you rich. It's the stuff you can get with it. So if there's nothing on the shelf in the supermarket and no fuel at the petrol pump and you've got $10 million in your bank account and you can't spend it, it's nothing. It's not worth anything. So it's not, it's not money that, that makes us wealthy or comfortable. It's, it's the knowing that we can purchase goods or services with that currency all that money. Which, whichever you're going to use. So central banks and governments deciding that we're going to, you know, as we keep interest rates low, we're going to cause inflation. And it's here now. It's been coming for years. It's been coming since 2008. But since before then, it's been actually coming since, 2000, no, since 1914 when the Federal Reserve was formed. And before the Federal Reserve was formed, we had the whole 1800s, no central bank at all. And we had the most incredible prosperity and the most incredible growth. And we had slight deflation. We had 100 years of prices going down as more and more goods and services were produced. And the, the money supply was real money and it was stable. And so the real, the real money supply in this world right now is gold, silver and copper. You just don't realize it. You just don't know that at the moment. But, but hopefully this video will help. So the real money supply is gold, silver and copper and the fake currency supply is the crap the government issues. And the hyperinflation is going to show you just how corrupt that currency supply is. Notice I call it currency, not money. If it was back, if every, if every uh, you know, $100 in your wallet, you could walk into a bank and redeem it for an ounce of silver, then it would be it would be the currency that's backed up that backs a real real money, um, but at the moment it's a fiat currency, which means fiat means from nothing. That there is nothing there to back it. So while we're using this fiat currency, they can keep interest rates low, they can keep your mortgage rates down, um, but look out for the price of everything else. So they 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 make you poor either way, and it you just. If you own your property, that's great. If you have some spare cash, buy some gold, silver, copper, whatever you want to buy, something real, a commodity. I think people that don't understand the financial system understand that their dollar is losing its value and they may as well run out to the shops and buy the, buy the things they need today uh, before they go up tomorrow, which, which helps continue with the inflation. Uh, now, that one more thing, the, the pundits will tell you that it's a supply chain interruption. And yes, we've had that and, and we, we're, that's ongoing. And uh, no one thought that through. Uh, I was speaking about it in, in March of 2020, that if you close the economy down, 
you're going to cause such devastation that it'll it'll starve more people than than uh, some some virus that was going around. So we're here now. We're seeing the inflation. We have the supply shortages, um, and and they will continue to get worse. I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, and you will see prices continue to rise because of the ever increasing. Well, when, when they when they change their mind and realise that, oh dear, we can't do it, like they did in, in 2018. In late 2018, they, they, they'd risen interest rates to 2.5% around about, and the stock market crashed by 20%, and they went, and they were a reverse course, oh dear, oh dear, we can't, we can't actually normalise the balance sheet, we can't pay down the, uh, the, the excess reserves that we've created, we can't pay down the, the debt, um, we, we're going to have to issue more now. Um, and keep doing what what doesn't work the the definition of insanity so just have to let it play out but yeah own own some real commodities own some real estate yes that's why real estate is going off it's cash buyers out there uh, a lot more than it is the stimulus buyers well they bought you know they bought the block of land and built they signed up the the builder because they got given a time frame to do it in to stimulate the economy so-called but uh Real growth comes from savings and investment. So, you know, we won't get our factories back that, that we lost in the 70s and 60s and 80s. Uh, we won't get any of their production back into the economy until we go back to sound money, until we get rid of this horrible inflation system. Uh, that, that, you know, the people that get it first are the ones that, you know, control it all. And uh, it's, not, it's not your average mum and dad, for sure. And I think a lot of people are, are waking up to that. So... But yeah, the, the cure for the inflation and the problem is to let it run out now, let it devastate the economy and, until no one accepts the, the local, the, the government currency um, and, and go back to sound money. That's all. Where every, every note in your wallet or every digit on, the, on your screen of your phone is a, is a representation of a weight of a, of a precious metal. And that's how we did so well in the 1800s with slight deflation. Everyone was slightly better off. Wages rose a little bit over the 100 years from 1800 to 1900. Some prices went down by up to 50% because of the, um, the production, the, the industrial revolution. It all happened on sound money. No one, no one did any stimulus whatsoever because stimulus, you know, like most things, uh, government policies, they have the opposite effect of what they say. So the stimulus packages are deadening the economy, are killing the economy, and, and they always have. And so, yeah, every time you stimulate, you, you destroy uh, real capital. So just let it play out, write it out, see what comes next. No one really knows exactly how it's going to play out. Uh, but uh, if you can protect yourself a little bit and hopefully get ready for a, a system where real savings drives investment and uh, people can build factories and, and produce again without any interference um, and, and uh, prices of things will, things will get cheaper. All right, I better go. Thanks for listening.